The iPhone 12 and 12 Pro are already out, but by the end of the week, the 12 mini and 12 Pro Max will be heading into consumers' hands. But we've already got them. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me is mobile maven Patrick Holland, who spent a decent chunk of time with both the mini and the max. Welcome, Patrick. I'm a maven. I don't even really know understand what that means, but I'm going to run with it. Does that mean I get like promoted at work or something? Uh, yeah. You know what? It just means means a lot of, a lot more respect for you, Patrick. You get a lot of respect here. So, um, all right. So let's let's take these phones one at a time. And I'd like to start with the iPhone 12 Mini, since that to me is the more intriguing of the bunch. Uh, you know, the industry has spent years pushing the idea that bigger is better, and you'd always have to get the bigger phone for some of the best features. And while it's still kind of the case here, uh, this iPhone 12 mini offers a, a smaller phone with minimal compromises. So ultimately, what were your thoughts on the mini? Well, I, I should start off by saying that uh, this whole episode should just be called size because when you get into the size of things, it's a very personal thing for everybody. And everyone has a very strong opinion about size. And we talk about a small phone, uh, there, I will clue myself in this group. There are people like me who just, we just want a small phone from Apple. And uh, you might remember years ago, there was like the iPhone 5 and 5S and SE. Um, and that was kind of like the gold standard for a lot of us for the size of this phone. Now, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago, a phone with a 5.5 inch screen would consider be considered a large phone. But now, um, oh my goodness, what was the, the uh, 11 Pro last year was a 5.8 inch screen. So for Apple to launch a truly small phone, and we'll talk about compromises in a second, that seemingly is just a small version of their their main phone, the iPhone 12, was like, okay, what's going on here? What's the catch? Where's where, what, what am I missing? So you're suspect because you just don't want to believe it. But I'll be honest, it's pretty great. That is, uh, that's refreshing to hear. Most, most handset makers tend to, you know, omit things with that, with that smaller phone. Um, what, what, what do you like about it when you say it's pretty great? Um, you know, is it, is it just about, you know, the feel in your hand or what, what, what exactly is it that's so appealing? Yeah, I'll break it down to kind of three things. I mean, the size is the seems like the most silly answer, but it's also the most obvious answer. And that size comes down to the fact that, uh, I think for me, a small phone comes down to the how you can use it um, one-handed and the fact that I can reach the entire breadth of the screen with my thumb in one hand, um, the way iOS works really well for one-handed use on that size screen, um, as well as the uh, Vanessa, our colleague Vanessa uh, Handorliana, talks about pocketability, the fact that this thing can fit inside for the most part, the watch pocket of a pair of jeans is pretty impressive. So you have that that size and the fact of one-handed usability, unlike any phone right now that's out there. The other part of it is you are getting the same processor that's in a uh, $1,100 phone. You're getting two of the same cameras that are in that same $1,100 phone. Um, you're getting iOS 14, which is the same software across all the phones. So we talk about compromises. You, you start wondering, like, how is Apple making money off of this phone? I'm sure they are. I'm not too worried about that. But it, it is the compromises are so low. It's not like, oh, it comes in some weird color that you have to commit to. I, I, there's not that catch. Or if there is, I haven't found it yet. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about no compromises, but like, are there, like, what about with battery life, right? It's a smaller body. So I assume it's got a, a smaller battery, but 
conversely, there's also the display. But have you seen anything with battery life or the rate at which it charges? What are there any compromises, or is this pretty uh, pretty equal to or on par with the other iPhones? I think for most people, it's going to be pretty on par with the other iPhones. As far as battery life, that's tricky because. Um, you know that a small phone has a small battery. And you know like the the Pro Max we're going to talk about has a big battery. And obviously the size of that battery is going to dictate how long it lasts. So part of my quest was to figure out, can this make it through a day? Um, if I rent a two-seat convertible car, I don't expect it to hold as much gas as like a Range Rover SUV. Um, but that being said, I still want to make sure I can get to where I'm going. Um, and I had no problem using it over the course of a day. Um, Apple quoted, uh, a, they test batteries in several different ways. And one of them is you play a video looped and they quoted, uh, 15 hours and it lasted in my test 14 hours and 48 minutes. Um, does that mean it's going to be the same great battery in three or four years? That's the question I have. Cause I imagine a lot of people are going to jump on this phone because it is the quote unquote most affordable new iPhone of the 12 family. And I know you, you've had to basically review these two phones at the same time and you're jumping between two extremes. I'm curious if when jumping from the max back to the mini, you know, you felt like the screen was probably a little too small or else. Cause I, I, I kind of felt that, you know, I, I had a plus for a long time. I switched over to an iPhone 10 and while I did appreciate being able to kind of use it with one hand, I did feel like the screen felt just a little too small for me. And I'm curious how that experience was for you with the mini. Absolutely. I think um, my typing improved. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Seriously, the uh, everything's smaller, right? Uh, It's the keys on the keyboard are smaller. But uh, for some reason, maybe it's just the the, I have big hands, but um, I found that I was more precise with typing. I was faster with typing on that. Um, I think for some people, it's going to be the opposite, right? It's going to be those keys are too small or I, I type too bad. Um, having both phones, it is it is wicked because the other phone, which you'd think that's the one Patrick's going to get. It's got the, the best cameras, quote unquote. And having both of them in my pocket, I honestly use the Mini more because uh, the cameras on it, again, are outstanding. And it's in this small package. So it's a lot I feel a lot less conspicuous taking that out, taking a picture of a building or a, a scene than I do the the, the Pro Max. Um, again, you jump back to that screen and then I, I would be like filming a video, right? And I, I'd have a shot of me using the mini and then I would have put the, the Max in the same shot just like swap out the phones. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, wow, that is that is that big screen is really nice, you know. Um, so so there there is that trade off. And honestly, if I was not an iPhone reviewer, I would my money. I, I have an iPhone 6S Plus. You can go ahead and make fun of me all you want. And um, I would probably get the mini. Um, and you think that that sounds like the most insane. How do you go from such a big old phone to such a small new phone? But um, I think what I've learned is as opposed to chasing the features of the best image quality that the convenience and that portability um i honestly think the iphone 12 mini can be the ultimate minimalist phone you get like a pair of wireless headphones you get your little fancy mag safe charger and it's just yeah it just cries out for something like that and you know i got a question from one of my listeners about you know they were interested in getting into 5g uh, is this is the mini sort of a good place to start when it comes to that? I know you've looked at some other phones out there, and there are a number of other more affordable <laughs> options on the Android side. But is this sort of a good uh, starter five G phone? 
Yeah, I think so. It's a, that's a tough one because it. I would honestly challenge. I think it, that depends more on where this person's living, um, what kind of coverage mm-hmm. um, uh, of five Gs in their area. What's the plan coverage? Um, I'm staying out near where my my father and brother live in Greenville, South Carolina, and we have T-Mobile five G, and we have Verizon's nationwide five G, and the T-Mobile five G during the review period was not great. I think it got. I think. Was it two point? I'm misquoting it, but it's like two point something. Let's just say one seven megabits per second for downloads. Wow, two point one. Yeah, that's yeah. really bad. It is really bad. And so, um, as far as like, uh, I think if you are purely just want the five G experience, there are Android phones that are more affordable. Um, but obviously, an iPhone with five G and the fact that the Mini has all of the same antennas and support for the same bands as the twelve, the twelve Pro and twelve Pro Max is Again, outstanding. Where is that compromise, right? Gotcha. Uh, well, let's switch to the Max. It's the largest iPhone ever. Uh, what were your impressions from it? Was it was it too big? You know, hang on. Can you hear, tell me if you guys can hear this? You guys hear that? Yeah. That is the Max on my desk. This thing. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is is big. What's okay? Let's back up a little bit. Um, you said you had an iPhone 7 Plus? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so there's been for years, there's been the Plus and Max line. And to be honest, they're all within about the same size of each other and the same weight. But I think it's the combination that this is just a little bit bigger. It's a whopping two grams heavier, so not much heavier than the 11 Pro Max. But I think that combined with this new design, it just feels so much more dense. It honestly feels like a glass brick. Um, and I jokingly said you could probably hurt someone with it, but you probably really could. Uh, this thing is just solid. And also what doesn't come through, um, maybe in photos or video is just the fit and finish on this is, I, I, I'm not going to say it's up to like a camera levels, but it reminds me of going from a really good camera to something that's just on another level of the nuance and tolerance for like the seams and stuff. It just feels premium all over now that said the camera bump on this thing is massive it's so big here listen to this guys so i'm gonna put it down i have the iphone uh this is actually perfect for a podcast the iphone when it's just 12 pro max on its back i'm just gonna poke one of the corners here <laughs> yeah yeah you see i'm going with this uh yeah so and i found um i think most people kind of maybe understand the idea of an sd card uh, an SD card is actually thinner than the camera bump on the back. Um, now, most people are going to put this in a case, so it's not not to be worried. And I don't want to tear that camera bump up too much because because of its size, it has some features that the other iPhones 12 don't have. Mm. What? So what? Yeah. What are the big uh, the big differentiating factors with the 12 Pro Max? All right, I'll say I'll say three things. The first is size. I mean, it's so obvious. Again, it's like the the small um, iPhone Mini. Um, there are people who just want a big screen. And this has the biggest screen on any iPhone to date. I think some of that comes more from the height of it being a little more of a slender screen. Um, but it it with a, these small sides um, around the phone, it just looks outstanding. It's kind of like Apple is just like squeezing the screen out toward you. It's a really cool experience. Um, the, the second part is battery, right? We talked about battery earlier. Um, this has the biggest battery on any iPhone. And 
in my testing with, with that video loop test, Apple quoted 20 hours. Um, and this one lasted, uh, I may be messing up my turns. It lasted right up there, like 19 hours and 52 minutes or something like that. And if I get it wrong, please don't just yell at Roger, not me. Um, <laughs> and the last thing is going to be the cameras. Okay. Uh, so the really fastest way to say this is all four iPhones have the same ultra wide camera and selfie camera, right? And then the iPhone Pro, the 12 Pro and 12 Pro Max have a telephoto camera. But the telephoto camera on the the Pro Max has a longer lens. So now I get 2.5 times optical zoom versus two times. And there are phones like the you know Galaxy S20 Ultra with 100 times space zoom and the Note 20 Ultra, which actually has fantastic zoom, which offer a, a, a longer optical range. But it is just that little bit of extra, that half, was it 0.5 times op zoom? extra that you get is really nice and it still catches me off guard because you're so used to that two times optical zoom but here's 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 where it gets camera nerdy here so then the other differentiator of this is the main camera all the phones on the 12 line have a new lens that's a little bit faster lets in a little bit more light but this also has a new sensor and that sensor is bigger if you put a bigger sensor into a phone or a camera excuse me um, it can gather more light. So Apple quotes an 87% improvement in lighting capabilities in low light. And, you know, I got to say it holds up to that. So what does that mean? It means when you take a picture, there's less image noise. If there's less image noise, then that means the camera has to apply less image re noise reduction. So you don't get that kind of makeup-y painterly look, right? Um, if you have to apply less of that, again, you're doing less to the image, you're less processing, and it looks more natural. Um, and these are nuances most people probably never knows the difference um, between something like this and the 12 Pro. But I think if you're someone who's very sensitive and you want to get every single drop of image quality out of, out of a phone, that's where something like the iPhone 12 Pro Max comes in. But ultimately, for, for a vast majority of users out there, the difference between a 12 Pro Max and a 12 Pro, at least photo quality wise, I mean, it's not that significant, right? Uh, yeah, well, and I think, yeah, I would agree with that because the, not the problem, but the challenge is the 12 Pro takes great photos. It's a great, honest to God, I think it's probably the best all-around camera system on a phone. It doesn't mean it has the best features. Some other cameras do, but um, so you're, you have that as a bar and then you're saying, hey, we're just going to, it's like the spinal tap thing. We're just going to take it to 11. And that's kind of what these cameras do. I don't think there's a lot of, I don't, there's a lot of like my father and brother probably would not appreciate the amount of gain you get in that. Um, the video on this is so good, especially when you get in those weird low light situations. And let me just give you a practical thing. Uh, a lot of people take pictures of their families inside and inside your lighting's not great. So that's where something like the 12 Pro Max can come in and just give you that little bit more clarity or make those images seem a little less dated when you look at them five years from now. You're like, oh, I can't believe we only had 4K back then, you know? <laughs> uh, well, that's that's great. In terms of like who this is for, is it is it basically, is, is there, who, who would you recommend this? Sorry, let me just raise that because I'll just make it more simple. So Patrick, who is the iPhone 12 Pro Max for? It's for everybody. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and again, I, I'm not skirting this. I just I like to just really get specific, right? Um, let's just say it didn't have the new cameras on it. And it was just a pure exact replica of the 12 Pro. It's, this was bigger. That was it. Um, I think 
there's people who just want that bigger screen. They want the, the software keys to be a little bit bigger. Um, they want that better battery. But you add in those cameras, and now there's people like me who's like, well, I'm not a big, big fan of that size, right? But I really like that camera thing. And you're talking to someone who years ago got an iPhone 6S Plus purely because it had optical image stabilization for video. <laughs> so that was purely the reason I got the big phone, not because I wanted that big display. Um, and so we talk about who's this uh, phone for. It's going to be for the ones who want the absolute top of the line everything because there's just not any more better specs you can get right now on an iPhone. It's going to be for people who want that big screen, who want that like one and a half, maybe two day battery life. Um, and then it's going to be for those people who just want every just every pixel to be as perfect as possible in a photo that is physically possible within a phone this size. And uh, it kind of appeals to me. But then I, I, I pick up that mini again and I'm like, yeah, but this is the one I use more because it's smaller. And this takes like not like 90% as good of photos because again, it has two of the same cameras are on the mini. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it looks like it sounds like you've got a winner, but you know, I wanted to ask now that you've got all four phones in hand, uh, whether there is sort of a, you know, a, a clear victor in terms of, you know, utility and value and just everything all encompassing. And I, I know you're, you're a little biased towards those smaller phones I get. Uh, but if you were to, I guess, speak objectively after spending time with all four devices, uh, is there one that sort of stands out for you? Oh man, that is, that is a great question actually. Cause I haven't really thought about that. Um, how about this? Let me say it this way. I think the pure iPhone 12 is at 729 I still feel it's a little expensive, but I still feel it's probably the, the best. Just for like, if you were to have a formula for value for what it does, because you just take that experience and shrink it down, you save $100. And if you're cool with that smaller screen, then all of a sudden that um, iPhone 12 mini is very compelling. Um, but... What's interesting is how the iPhone 12 is, for the most part, an iPhone 12 Pro, except for that extra camera and except for the like the premium fit and finish, right? And so you got to wonder, are there people who just want to make that jump, uh, what, $170 jump up to a Pro? And then you have the 12 Pro Max, which is just for the people who want everything. And I want to say one more thing about the 12 Pro Max. I think there was an opportunity that Apple missed to differentiate the phone a little bit. And it comes down to software. And there are things like if you go to mail and you have the phone in the landscape position, this has been on it for years, you can kind of get like a windowed view of your mail, which you can't do on any other iPhone. But I wish there was just more of that. I wish there was, they took some of those iPad OS experiences and brought them to this bigger phone. And specifically in my um, review video and uh, review, I talk about the Apple Pencil and I, I the magnet on the pencil sticks to the back of the phone, which is really hysterical, but it doesn't work. And you're like, if there was any iPhone that could benefit from something like an Apple Pencil or having that more thoughtful um, operating system, I think it is the uh, the 12 Pro Max. But backing out helicopter view, if I'm at a store and someone asks me, just the, the 12, if, that, if you have that budget, I think that's an outstanding phone. And if you don't, I would actually say get the iPhone 11 because it is an amazing phone, especially for the price at like, was it $600 now? It's just ridiculous. That's that's my thing. Got it. Well, thank you for your time, Patrick, and for sharing much of your your iPhone wisdom with us. 
You can check out all of his reviews on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or send me a text message by signing up at 646-461-4291. Don't forget to register your name and email address so we can actually exchange texts. Uh, also, please subscribe and rate the show. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>